Hi, welcome to another episode of Paul Tom Power, Power System Design's podcast on the latest in power and power design. I'm your host, Alex Palt, and today I've got Ashut Shah. He's an executive director at Maxim Integrated, and uh, Craig Teuscher, he's the former COO at Volterra. The reason I say former is because we're going to talk about the acquisition of Volterra by Maxim. So welcome to the show, gentlemen. Hi, Ashut. Hi, Craig. Hello, guys. Hello. Now... There have been a lot of acquisitions in our space, a lot of mergers, a lot of companies joining forces to uh, either save money or advance technology or do something along those lines. What's so special and different about your merger and acquisition? Either one of you could answer, or let's go with you first. Sure. Uh, If you look at Maxim, our traditional goal has been to bring analog and mixing of products together in a highly integrated fashion. When we look at Volterra, they are the leaders in integrated power technologies. And as the need for power grows with the data growing, capacity and coverage constraints growing in base stations and in networking systems, we realize that a technology that can allow us to bring the highest power density is going to lead the market over the next decade. So Volterra was a recognized leader in this field, and that's why we think it adds a lot of value to the Maxim family. Well, thanks, Ashut. And what do you have to say to that, Craig? Well, from our perspective, Volterra developed a technology platform that really pioneered the area of integrated power. But this acquisition provides a tremendous opportunity for us to extend the reach of the technology, uh, to leverage Maxim sales channels, their supply chains, to be able to scale Volterra to a much Volterra technology and products on a, a much larger scale on a much larger platform. Essentially, moving them up to the next level in the marketplace, as it were. Absolutely. Now. Um you're now a VP here at Maxim. I heard you, I should mention, uh, communications and all, but obviously this acquisition is not just to serve that application space. The primary reason for this application is for the enterprise, for the acquisition is enterprise and communications, which is the largest market. But there are a lot of other secondary markets like solar, battery, integrated power, where Volterra technology can be leveraged over future. So the, the primary focus to start with is communications and enterprise. There's a lot of other exciting areas we can grow into. And that's exactly what I was, uh, you know, addressing is that, yes, we can't ignore the elephant in the room. Communications enterprise is big, but there's a long, long tail beyond that. I mean, when you start talking about, and also communications, a lot of application spaces fall into that. Medical telemetry, vehicle telemetry. Absolutely. So um, I should... What are some of the other app spaces that you see some real traction with this merger? I think the cloud computing space is one that we are very interested in. We can add a lot of value there. Uh, Data center, as data grows, clearly we will need significantly more power density and significantly more power where if you can make more efficient systems, there is a lot of value that can be added. Uh, If you look on the base station side, uh, network capacity needs to grow, network network coverage needs to grow. Uh, That's Again, it's a matter of power density and providing a lot more a lot more data, a lot more data throughput in smaller size boxes. Uh, you know, you, as you go to femto cells, all the way up to macro cells, that's a value. That's a place where power density can add a lot of value. So I would say those would be some of the two or three key areas where this acquisition to Volterra would really help us leapfrog the competition. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything to add to that, Craig? Uh, simply that we also see opportunities. I think one of the emerging markets is energy. We see some significant opportunities to take integrated power and, and, and make significant contributions in terms of innovation uh, in the energy markets. And so uh, we do have technology and products that are focused on uh, the solar market. 
the battery market are great opportunities for growth, and we think there are going to be some significant applications for us in those areas. Well, obviously, when you start talking about that, we're also talking about the smart grid infrastructure itself, um, which opens up another can of worms of technologies and protocols and such. Craig, how do you see uh, the new Maxim fitting into that, Maxim Integrated? Again, I think that uh, from a Volterra perspective, we had technology developed, uh, but there were uh, huge market opportunities that we simply couldn't pursue because of the size and scale of the company. And I think coming under the Maxim umbrella provides us a platform where we have the resources and can go aggressively invest to develop those markets. And I think it's going to be a tremendous opportunity for us, one that we couldn't have really pursued as a standalone company. It's one of the things we're most excited about. Excellent, Craig. Now, um, what would you say are some of the challenges for designers in the space? I mean, obviously, you're going to be creating solutions for these uh, people. What challenges do you see that they have to address that you create products for? Well, I think that the um, you know most important challenge that you face is understanding the system that you're going into. Uh, one of the things that uh, we've focused on is developing system-level solutions from a power perspective. I think that's critical. And so uh, it's not about just innovation, innovating a component-level solution, but really looking at the entire subsystem that you're fitting into and saying, how do we add value in this system? And so it requires more than just an understanding of uh, you know, how to design a particular op-amp or uh, A to D converter in CMOS, it requires understanding how does the solar system work and how can we make contributions uh, that are going to have a meaningful impact on the performance of these systems. We need to understand these large battery packs and how do these systems work. And that extends to communications, enterprise, all of these things. As we understand the system, I think that's where the key challenge is. Once we understand it, we can evolve system-level solutions that solve the problem. And that's actually a very good point, Craig, because power has gone from being a board-level sometimes concern to a gestalt issue. I mean, even people with fat pipes now are trying to save money. So even at the industrial level, even at the level where people didn't even used to care what the efficiencies were, are suddenly starting to care about that. Do you have anything to say to that, Ashut? Yeah, absolutely. As you look at the amount of data that's grown and the data that we generate, uh, in again, in an industrial application, for example, the processing power required to make sense of the data and to use the data is significantly higher than it used to be 10 years ago. So power does become a much more important part of the system than it was, say, 5 or 10 years ago, even in industrial applications. Now, <clears throat> obviously, getting the power from point A to point B and uh, managing it are issues, but it's really also becoming a communications protocol issue now as well. And whose hierarchy takes over when you start talking about where the smart home meets the microgrid meets the facility and up. So do you see any challenges there as far as implementing solutions that may or may not have to worry about industry or municipality or legislation level approvals? You know, I think there are, that's a little bit outside my area of knowledge. Understood. There are, there are groups at Maxim who are working on building out, helping building out smart grids and smart power solutions, uh, all the way from factories to things that are installed in your house. I do, I do know there are a lot of issues with the communication protocols across geographies. Uh, every country wants to do something slightly different, but I, I don't have enough insight to be able to speak to that. Not a problem at all, it should. And, um, well, the, the other side of that coin, though, is just dealing with the enterprise and communications. Each country's got their own requirements and each country's got their own needs. 
So uh, actually, Craig, how do you feel about that, addressing the international requirements for these various enterprise and communication systems? What I was going to comment on, slightly different angle, but when you talked about uh, simply the delivery of power and that it's beyond that, it also involves communication. I think the other part that's becoming increasingly important is the ability to accurately measure uh, power. Uh, System designers want to understand how much power is flowing into subsystems. They want to be able to monitor that. They want telemetry. They want information fed back that they can use to process and make decisions about how they want to proceed. And so I think in addition to just converting power, uh, which regulators have traditionally done, there's an increasing desire with these types of products to be able to uh, sense and monitor and process that information and act upon it so that you design a more intelligent subsystem. And so I think there are some significant opportunities for innovation and differentiation in that ability to uh, to monitor, measure, and act upon uh, the information that you gather from the power subsystem. Very good point. I mean, almost putting big data into it. Exactly. Do you have any ads to add to that, Ashok? Well, I think that actually captures pretty well. You did mention on the communication space that things that, you know, are... There's a proliferation of technologies. Uh, if, you, if you look at the, the frequency, uh, uh, the different frequencies that are used for transmission, and if you look at the different protocols that are used for transmission in uh, the global communication grid, they're, they're very different. Your base station manufacturers have to make uh, uh, macro base stations or femtocells that support all of these. So really there's a significant increase in the number of protocols covered and the coverage that you need and the capacity that you need. While there is not significantly more real estate to install these things. And so as you cram more and more of these electronics into a small box, power is obviously your number one problem. That's clearly where power density and you know increase in efficiencies will, will be a big uh, innovation that will be required in the future where Voltera plays very nicely into the Maxim family. Well, and power management is thermal management, right? Absolutely. It's all about the heat. Now, I realize this is early days. You've just completed the acquisition. Um, Do you see any on-the-horizon product families yet, or can you predict anything of solutions that may be available? I recognize you might not be able to, but I figure what the heck I'll ask. I like Craig thing, though. Uh, I mean, we think that the the nice thing about this particular acquisition is that the two companies and the products that we were developing were remarkably complementary. Virtually no overlap between the products that Maxim was developing and the products that Volterra was developing. And so uh, what we see is an expansion of the roadmaps that both companies already had in development, and we can proceed and move forward but provide a more comprehensive solution in the marketplace. So I think increasingly um, we're going to have a more complete line of products that spans uh, the breadth of power requirements of of the customers in the spaces where we're operating. Right, so a more complete solution, as it were. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, So do you just have any final thoughts for our audience before we close out the episode, Ashur? I mean, I I would just say that I think power is one of the most exciting challenges of the next decade. Uh, Agreed. Any way you want to add, you know, whether you add sensors to a system or you add processing power to a system or capacity to a system, all of that relates into adding more power, adding more heat. And the less heat you generate, the better it is. So efficiency, size, power density are going to be the problems we have to solve. And I think with Maxim and Voltaire as a team, uh, we have the ability to be number one in this market. Okay. And how about you, Craig? Uh, I would simply add that, that all of these power systems need to grow increasingly intelligent. 
And so I think the ability to look at these as system problems and innovate at a system level is going to become critical. And I think that's where uh, Maxim and Volterra combined can offer a more comprehensive solution. So we're excited. Excellent. And I'm a little excited myself because, well, as my audience knows, I'm a big power guy. And the bottom line is, is that uh, we have to keep moving the ball forward. And this acquisition definitely is doing that. So thank you both gentlemen for taking the time to be with me today. Thank you. Thank you. And I'd like to thank everybody out there in the audience for taking the time to be with us. We wouldn't be here without you. Tell your friends. This is Alex Polt for Polt on Power. Have a great day.